The synagogue shooter often posted his anti-Semitic views on the website Gab, and political commentator Rochelle Ritchie claims that Twitter ignored her when she flagged the pipe bomb suspect Cesar Sayak's threatening tweets. So really, how much responsibility do they have? And does the media have to take care? Hmm. The media should stop covering those rallies of his. That, that's my one recommendation. It just, it just empowers him more. Yeah, that seems like a logical response to that question. I mean, come on, we're talking about social media's impact, mm -hmm. and we jump to Trump's rally. I jump so, wherever again. I damn please, Shoot. okay? Hey. I've always wanted to do a podcast with different women who have different points of view. Or just like a show where I force people to talk about the view with me. Is the world flat? Yes. I'll call it Deja the View. Talking about that vibrator of yours again. I can't handle it. Vibrator. Vibrator. That vibrator of yours. Self love. Vibrator. Vibrator. That vibrator of yours. Self love. The name of Barbara's vibrator is selfie. Is selfie. Hi everyone, and welcome back <laughs> to Deja the View. We are here with a uh, good, dear friend, Mitchell Stewart Gilroy, star of Stitched reality competition show. Hi. And star of past episode of Deja the View. <laughs> <laughs> Recurring cast member. Welcome. Uh... Happy Carly Rae Jepsen week to everyone. Except for everyone in Canada who couldn't watch the video for eight hours because of a quote-unquote bug. This is this happened <laughs> last time she released I know. something. It was available in the States I know. before Canada. And people rioted. People died at the riots. <laughs> <laughs> It's a masturbation yeah. anthem. Oh. <laughs> sent, to the, sent to the tune of Tug of War. Ooh. It has a dildo in the video. Really? I didn't see the dildo. Uh, that's crazy because it's ha like very featured in a that's certain That's a TV scene. Oh. I didn't watch it. Like, I didn't give it my like full like high definition attention because then I was at work. what were you doing at work? And it's like a little bit not safe for work. I just noticed that she was holding something for a long time, and I was like, oh, my God, is that the, dil the dildo? But it was a TV remote. So Carly was wasn't like, holding the dildo. Where was the dildo? I'm not going to say where the dildo was because I want people <laughs> to <laughs> go spot the dildo for themselves. Fine. But there was a dildo <laughs> being swung in the air at one point. Is it in Carly's scene? <clears throat> You're not going to say. Um, did you know she's performing in front of the Bay? Yes, I saw on that. Sunday yeah, in oh Toronto. God, so much better yeah. than Mariah Carey. Yeah, the Bay has their annual holiday window display Unveiling, reveal. Yeah. And uh, it was Mariah Carey not like two years ago. And yeah. this year, Carly Rae Jepsen will be there, yeah. hopefully performing her masturbation anthem, Party for last One. Last Christmas. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they announced it so last minute, and I, th 
Okay, I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt and say that it was on purpose because the Mariah Carey thing was like so huge that mm -hmm. there were like way too many people and they didn't know what to do with the massive crowd of people. So like you could say maybe they purposely released this too close to the event that only like real like diehards will go and not mm -hmm. the like thousands of people who went to Mariah. But if you remember the event from like two years ago called Meet Fergie, <laughs> in which Fergie was doing like a meet and greet at the Hudson's Bay, mm -hmm. the same one in Toronto. And the only advertisement of this event was that like two days prior to the event, a Facebook page popped up called Meet Fergie. And it was put on by Hudson's Bay. It was their event. And it just said, like, buy a pair of shoes and you get to meet Fergie. And oh, it was like, yeah. it was like the mm -hmm. quietest, most subtle release of information ever. That's so weird. That I feel like maybe this wasn't on purpose. Maybe this is meet Fergie part two. I where <laughs> they just like are failing so bad at promoting something. I do remember meet Fergie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you meet Fergie? No, I didn't meet Fergie because I only found out like a day before and I didn't have time to go buy a pair of her shoes to be able to like get the receipt to get in line. You're not a I true think fan. only like 40 people met Fergie because then they posted the pictures on their on the event of mm -hmm. all the people from the meet and greet. And there was like maybe 40 people met Fergie. Well, that's a weird social media strategy to get like the least amount that's what I mean. <laughs> of that's traffic what I mean. possible. That's what I'm worried about with this Hudson's Bay thing. But it's a win for us, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So by the time that people listen to this, we might have already we, been disappointed by <laughs> Yeah, we him. will have seen Carly, I guess. We will have met Fergie. Um, it's been four weeks since we did an episode. So I wanted to do an episode last week, but I thought I would just save it for after the Halloween episode. That's just smart. kidding. I was just hung over last week. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. It took me so long to put my woolen makeup on that I couldn't do anything else all weekend. Yeah. Um but how how have you guys been in the last <laughs> four the last four weeks? It's been magical. I mean Halloween's my favorite time of year. So Yeah. Yeah. Me I too. I mean how many times a year do you get to dress up in costume? Like five, six, seven times a year? Yeah. Yeah. Like Halloween, Christmas, <laughs> birthday, Easter, if you're like one of those families. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, Mitchell, do you want to tell the people what you dressed up as? Yeah, I, I did drag for the first time. It's official. I'm a woman now. We was, all did drag. We all did. Of us, yeah. Also, so did my brother and my older sister. Oh, my God. <laughs> So we're just the whole drag, big drag family. Um, <laughs> what is the, what's your like drag family name? That's a good like question. Like the house of. Girl boy. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say stitched, but okay. Yeah. But um, no, it was, uh, I had a friend do my makeup on Friday night and um, I was, I was gorgeous. I was stunning. <laughs> I was beautiful. And I had six inch platform heels that. I learned something new about myself is that I'm really good at walking in heels. Hmm. Like I was in those heels for six hours, felt great, wore them six hours the next night, felt even better, wore them again on Halloween. 
Like, I'm going to just wear them every day. Yeah, you're really tall in those. On Wednesday night, I have a class at OCAD. Um, and right after that, it was Halloween on Church Street. <laughs> so I went to class in full drag, showed up late, made an entrance, um, and they loved it. And it was... It was only the second class. <laughs> <laughs> it was only the second class. And everyone else here are like super professional, uh-huh. like, I don't know, real adults. And I'm showing up in a costume as a seven foot tall witch. They were probably like, I can't believe that like really smart looking boy dropped this class. And oh my God, there's a stunning model. <laughs> Who's this brilliant witch? Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder he's so smart. <laughs> he was a witch the whole time. <laughs> uh, well, Marie and I did a couple's costume. It's true. <laughs> we went as uh, Ali Maine and Willem Maine <laughs> from the soon-to-be Oscar-winning movie A Star is Born. And... <laughs> We posted a picture of our couple's costume on Instagram, and Willem liked it and commented on it. Oh, my God. Yeah. What did he say? Thank you. First comment was two clapping hands. Second comment was work. You got two comments. We got two comments and a like. Holy shit. So this might be like the last podcast episode I do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is it. This is your rocket to superstar. Yeah. A star is born. (laughs) <laughs> yeah um i wa- i was to be clear i was orange haired pop star alley mm-hmm. um but i just ended up looking like a beautiful woman also and, like halsey <laughs> <laughs> um and marie was willem with jackson on her titties mm-hmm. to be specific um just so you can envision it and not have to look at my instagram I wanted to be Joy Behar. <laughs> also a beautiful orange-haired woman. <laughs> yeah. But it's a really difficult wig to find. It seems like an easy costume, but you mm-hmm. can only find... When you're looking for a red wig, mm-hmm. your options are like scary clown <laughs> or like yeah. a straight like uh, burgundy type of Yes, bob. yeah. Yeah. Neither of which are Joy Behar. Yeah, it's either like Sexy Devil or Sideshow Bob. Yeah. Yeah. So if anyone out there has a Joy Behar wig (laughs) or like a link to where I could find one and buy one, I'd really appreciate it because I I did not... I I really wanted to be Joy Behar. Did you see the people in the audience at The View who went as Joy and Whoopi? Yeah there's your way yeah just take that one yeah if anyone could get me in touch (laughs) with boy behar because i need that wig um so let's talk about the views halloween looks Uh um they had a a they were billing it as a fierce halloween for some reason Mm -hmm. they okay i love the view but they didn't have a theme, but they tried to convince us and themselves that they had a theme. Yeah. I don't like when they do a theme at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate those because I'd rather just see them, like, Individually. express themselves. Yeah, what they want to do. Yeah. Um, that said. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes rules are there to help people. <laughs> yeah. So we had um, 
Megan as Elsa from Frozen, mm-hmm. um, which she is referencing a Daily Mail article that referred to her as the Ice Queen. And like, uh, yeah, like when she first started on The View. Yeah, and she was trying to like reclaim that by being like dressing up as Elsa. Yeah, which is great, but I actually didn't know that that's like that she was in on the joke, and I thought that like we were just making that joke and then later on <laughs> when i watched it i yeah. realized it was the entire that was joke. always the joke yeah. yeah um sunny was i don't know that the general akoya is that how you say it from, from black, black panther, panther. Mm-hmm. um bald great yeah mm-hmm. i'm bald as well <laughs> um who else is there oh my god okay so i was watching this uh, live as it was happening at work with a coworker, and when Joy Behar came out on the motorcycle oh as God. the, the, <laughs> the that Terminator, was the Terminator. I, I that was, was the sexiest thing I have ever seen. <laughs> I was la- I was like guffawing and I was like shocked and making like every noise that a human body can. And the girl next to me was had no like was just like what is happening like who are these people yeah 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 um, speaking of who are these people <laughs> Abby came out as Lady Gaga yes not um, a Star Is Born Lady Gaga nope because that would make <laughs> not too much even sense. Too not even yeah. a Lady Gaga from the last like five years no we got two thousand. 8 to 2010 yeah. 2011 Lady yeah. Gaga and we got not just one look but three looks throughout the episode <laughs> yes. all referencing something from uh, yeah that era it was like Lady they Gaga. were yeah. it was like they were only allowed to use Bing to search <laughs> Lady Gaga looks and that's all that came up it was so bizarre. We didn't but the, even get a Joanne Lady no, Gaga. No, the like, thing that I did appreciate was <laughs> the announcer when Abby came out. They were like, "It's Lady yes. Gaga, Lady <laughs> Gaga, Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga." Yeah, <laughs> that really that took me nice somewhere. Touch, yeah, yeah. Yes. Otherwise, I wouldn't have known. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She should have dressed up as the Huntsman, like Snow White and the Huntsman. Oh, my God. Or just like anything else. I appreciate that she did like a fun pop culture reference, but it just isn't one from uh, pop culture today. Also, like one of the first things that she said when she came out was that she she was like, I just watched Lady Gaga's new documentary, Five Foot Two. Like and the documentary came out in September of last year. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. that, like so she, if she thinks that's like the newest <laughs> thing that Lady Gaga has done, it makes sense that that was her mm-hmm. costume. Yeah. Like that was at that, like per, did that premiere at TIFF? Like that was at TIFF last, last yeah. year. And yeah. Lady Gaga had another movie at premiering at TIFF <laughs> yeah. called yeah. A Star is Born. Yeah. The one costume I really loved was Whoopi's, 
Hotel Transylvania, yeah. like blue vampire oh, yeah. Vampir- girl. Vampirina? Yeah, because it was also the happiest I've ever seen Whoopi <laughs> ever. Yeah. Like, that's great. Like, it, she looked, she was blue. She looked amazing. Yeah. She had bat ears. She was loving it. And Old like, vampire teeth. Yeah. Like, lisp. Yeah. Like, the whole, whole yeah. shebang. And like, same with Joy. Like, they both did things I was not expecting, and yeah. they were great. And like, everything else. It. W- Sunny, Megan, and Ab. Ab. <laughs> I keep okay. We've been talking Gaga. about Allie so much that I keep wanting to call her Allie, but Abby, their looks could have been from any time in the last five years, and that's mm-hmm. what was like confusing to me. I mean, Bla- Black Panther, like yeah, it's a little more yeah, yeah, a little more recent. Yeah, I just don't understand why they weren't the Spice Girls. It was right in front of them. <laughs> it's so <laughs> obvious and like. It would have yeah. been, it would have been talked about, like it mm-hmm. would have been, you know, buzzy for yeah. like the internet for yeah. a day. Like people would have been like, oh my God, the View co-host dressed mm-hmm. up as the Spice yeah. Girls. We all Who, love the Spice Girls and the Spice Girls are about to reunite except only as a Who do you think them. Joy is? Joy is Ginger. ginger. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean Sunny is posh? Yeah, no, it's Sunny or Abby could like I think Sunny should be posh, but mm-hmm. it could be Abby. But I think it's Abby's, funnier if Abby's sporty. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Megan's um, obviously baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like right does, in front of their so faces. Yeah. Yeah. All they had to do was say yes. Yeah, and it could have been like an iconic moment. Yeah, whatever. That was Halloween. I ended up with a hangover. <laughs> uh, Mitchell did dragon class, and Marie had Jackson written on her titties. <laughs> I'll call it a success. <laughs> um, so, a few updates from the last four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> the talk... Um, continues on its quest to land a former View co-host to uh-huh. replace Julie Chen. They had Lisa Ling oh sit in and Meredith Vieira. So they're really trying their best. I feel like when Candace Cameron Bure guest co-hosted that one day, yeah. it like opened up the gates of hell. Yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. But I think that really like l- let... Like now, every view past view co host is gonna do it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Until they select one. That said, Lisa Ling would never. Um, Rosie O'Donnell got engaged. Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, to a 31 year old couple. Oh, I could go, be right. Rosie. We're not worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> this will be her third marriage. Yes. Um, divorced twice. Yes. Um, kids from both yep uh so her name is elizabeth rooney she's 33 she's a veteran uh quote undefeated boxer a wonderful woman and a cop oh and she's very beautiful (laughs) she's a full package um rosie said that people often think that she is her daughter chelsea And how does Rosie feel about that? I want to know. Is she like... Well, Rosie says, I keep telling her I'm too old for her, but she doesn't seem to care. She's like, I was in the army. I put my life on the line every day. Do you think I don't know who I want to date? And I'm like, all right, I guess that's true. She has a lot of good points. Okay. I can't argue that. So if Rosie's happy, I'm happy. Yeah. Um, 
also uh while rosie was opening for a comedian named randy rainbow I think I've never heard of that. <laughs> I only know who that person is because of an episode of the RuPaul podcast that I never got all the way through, but I gave it my best shot. Mm. He's a YouTube personality who makes like really elaborate music video spoofs. Mm-hmm. It kind of in the Todrick Hall vein, oh, but yeah. is an older gentleman that you could have guessed more, by randy Rainbow. yeah like more it sounds like a 30s 40s sounds like a porn site <laughs> <laughs> yeah a little older than todrick um but same same idea um well she was opening for him and she <laughs> <laughs> decided to announce that she is going to be heading to broadway to appear in a new version of funny girl mm-hmm. and she's going to be playing rosie bryce uh and I've never seen Funny Girl, so that doesn't really mean anything to me. Me either. But she also said that Lady Gaga will be playing Fanny, which is a role made famous by Barbara Streisand. Right. Oh. So, so basically, she's decided the right path is to do every role that Barbara's done. Yeah. And also, it's just interesting because Rosie's obsessed with Barbara Streisand. Yeah. And uh, apparently, Lady Gaga is too. But she also said later um, that Lady Gaga's role in it is not certain. So I feel well, like Rosie. Yeah. I feel like that was like Rosie's wishful thinking because aside from Rosie saying that, I haven't heard anything else about Lady Gaga doing it. Mm-hmm. Because she probably, it's probably like when she wrote a song for Cher and was like, <laughs> yes, you can have this song. Oh my God. I love yeah. Cher. Like, yes, Rosie, I'll do it. Of course. And then when it came down to it, Lady Gaga was like, I'm sorry, Cher. I can't let you have this throwaway song that I yeah. wrote. It was called the greatest. If anyone wants to listen to it. <laughs> And Rosie also appeared on Nicole Wallace's show, former View co-hosts. Wow. So View co-hosts have been interacting with each other everywhere mm-hmm. recently. Um, and they've been everywhere. <laughs> Whoopi has also been on the loose. Um, she appeared on yes. Loose Women. Because she has a movie in uh Nobody's Fool. Yes. She but she was there for a co- for her comedy show. Oh, okay. At, but she's been promoting yeah. Nobody's Fool on yes. Fallon and Watch It Happens Live. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a new Tyler Perry movie. Like, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a Tyler Perry movie, and everything I know about them is from what I've heard from the read. <laughs> um, but like, God bless him for like putting Tiffany Haddish and Whoopi Goldberg together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Whoopi was on Fallon promoting this movie and she ended up getting surprised by Tiffany Haddish. She like ambushed the interview. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, and it's, they showed this like clip of Tiffany Haddish talking about Whoopi and how she always wanted Whoopi Goldberg to be her mama. Since I was a little girl, 
I have always dreamed of Whoopi Goldberg being my mama. And then, like two weeks before we started filming, he tells me that Whoopi Goldberg is gonna be my mama. Then I start, I like hung up the phone with him and I instantly start crying and I instantly start being like, oh, God, you've been listening to me all these years. You go through so many things in life and you just, you be having these dreams that you just really want them to come true. And then some days you'd be like, dang, this is never gonna happen. Then she like runs out and hugs Whoopi and like hijacks the interview and it was a really like cute moment. touching moment. But so now there's this campaign uh-huh. <laughs> that has begun. Thanks to Tyler Perry, because people always ask Whoopi what's going on with Sister Act, will there be a Sister Act three? And she's already announced like no disney shut it down like they don't want me in an, another yeah. sister act mm-hmm. movie because they want to remake it with a new yeah. actor oh. and we'll be saying they need to remake it with tiffany haddish oh Ooh. and tyler perry is saying no like they need to make sister act three with both of you yes oh my like goodness. where Whoopi yes. is still the person yeah but yeah. there's Handing a younger yes like, yeah, next, yeah yeah right so as we reported previously that's just that uh, hopes of Whoopi being in Sister Act are over. Maybe yeah. they're not. I mean, the truth of the matter is, can't you buy the rights for to Sister Act? That's exactly what I was thinking. Were you? I, was I mean, thinking like a Tiffany had just Whoopi and Sister. Honestly, Act. make it. Just buy it. the rights yeah. from them yeah. if they're not going to make it. There is no question. Like it's the biggest no-brainer yep. on the planet. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We thought so too. I got it. Yeah. I got it. Okay. I got it. Okay. Good. And the title could be Sister Act 3, Old Habits Die Hard. Oh, my God. (laughs) Get me the phone. (laughs) I need to talk to Tyler. Yeah. So all he needs to do is buy the rights to it, which I have no idea how much something like that costs. (laughs) But Tyler Perry has got to be able to. And Tyler Perry is also really close with Oprah, from my understanding. Oh, then he can get anything. So if they combined their resources. Oprah needs to go door to door knocking (laughs) on Disney executives' doors and pitching Sister Act 3 to them. Mm -hmm. Um, In other news, remember how... Sonny Hostin and Bethany Frankel yeah. had a horrible feud. Because of Puerto Rico? Yes. Mm. Let me recap for anyone who forgets. <laughs> or never knew. Um, the feud between Bethany and Sonny started long ago when they were both renting homes. I mean, maybe they maybe they owned summer homes <laughs> in the Hamptons on the beach, and they were side by side. Mm-hmm. And they had a, some sort of row because Bethany had a young a young baby as opposed to an old baby. And, um, <laughs> as opposed to like a... A Benjamin. Yeah. <laughs> she got after Sonny's kids for being loud. Um, and then Sonny and Bethany had this big fight. Right. And Sonny talked about it on The View. And then um, during a hot topic when they were on The View, when they were talking about um, Puerto Rico, Sonny like said that um, all of the charity work that Bethany is doing for Puerto Rico is self-serving because she brought the Real Housewives cameras with her while yeah. she mm-hmm. did it. And she was saying, like, I give to Puerto Rico, like, privately. Like, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be, like, broadcasting it like mm-hmm. that. That's that's clearly just for you. And then they had a huge, like, Twitter fight um, that, like, they clearly, like, struck a nerve with one another and they went back and forth on Twitter. 
I thought Sonny would do that privately. <laughs> <laughs> um, so recently, though, um, Bethany has been um, promoting Shark Tank. Is Bethany one of the She's just a sharks? guest shark again, but she's okay. been doing more press for it than like some of the regular sharks. Right. I don't know if that's just because she's like available or she she's going to be use like the gig. Have, <laughs> maybe she's going to be like in it more okay. than she was last season. Yeah. But um, yeah, I came across a Daily Mail article that it was actually just about um, Bethany's fashion at this event called Paley Fest while uh-huh. she was promoting Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. But and the Daily Mail was clearly unaware of their feud at all because it says guest shark Bethany Frankel opted for a big haired leggy look at ABC's <laughs> Shark Tank Q&A event, which took place at, place at Paley Fest in Manhattan on Sunday. Um, and then I keep scrolling through like 10 photos of Bethany's outfits. And then I see work. The glamorous moderator for the high powered panel was none other than the view post, Sunny Hostin, <gasps> rocking a sassy black leather wrap dress with mirrored <laughs> booties. So they were like working together. So Sunny was like hosting a Q and A with Bethany Frankel, even though they like hate each other. So who planned that one? Yeah. Know. So that's either like the worst planning ever, and they both can't afford to give up the gig, <laughs> or they've like reconciled privately. And I need to know. And I don't know why. Like who? Like this is the one time that the Daily Mail, <laughs> yeah, has not dug into yeah. something. So it remains to be seen. <laughs> I have a view update. Ooh. Let's hear it. Well, as I was waiting for Kevin to come over tonight to record, I was looking through Instagram innocently and stumbled upon Alyssa Edwards at GMA Day with Sarah Haynes. What? <laughs> like, I guess my Google alert is broken. The gay icons all know each other. Yeah. <laughs> the only two blonde-haired women that I love were oh on the show together um, because they were they had um, there's like a kid I'm doing a really bad job of explaining this welcome to my there's, life <laughs> <laughs> there's a kid who is a really young drag queen and as a surprise to them um, Sarah or like GMA Day brought out three of this kid's like most favorite drag queens and one was Alyssa Edwards wow yeah so there's like a picture of the queens and the little kid and Michael Strahan and Sarah Haynes all together oh my god mm. oh by the yeah. way um, Sarah Haynes Halloween costume <laughs> she was a duck <laughs> She That's was all. just a duck. Just Iconic. Duck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I have an announcement. Uh, <laughs> now that it's November, uh-huh. you can take down those Halloween decorations and put up your Christmas tree and sit back <laughs> <laughs> and turn on your analog radio <laughs> because the Hallmark Channel is headed to the radio for the holidays. What? So they will have their own Christmas channel. They'll I'm be playing, serious? Yes, where they'll be playing Christmas music as well as interviews with some of the s- 
biggest stars from the Hallmark Channel. So Candace Cameron <laughs> Bure. Well, Marie, better than that, the station will be voiced by none other than <gasps> fan favorite Candace Cameron Bure. <laughs> <laughs> Candace. Oh my God. Candace is lucky. getting paid. The queen. <laughs> the house just got fuller. <laughs> the f- she is full house. The boots <laughs> down. I don't know what to say. <laughs> boots. It's full house. The boots down. Boots the house down. Boots the full house down. <laughs> That's a new saying for when someone makes a lot of money. Full house. Full the, house boots the boots down. down. yes queen full house the boots down (laughs) well i have one more announcement (laughs) Uh uh-huh and i would like to announce live on deja the few podcast Uh our holiday special episode (laughs) last year we did a special Mm -hmm. On Switch for Christmas, a holiday film starring Candace Cameron Bure. And And Candace Cameron Bure. (laughs) And her daughter, and Happy the Dog. This year, our holiday film will be... (gasps) A Shoe Addict's Christmas, (laughs) starring Candace Cameron Bure. (laughs) Full house, the shoe down. I'm so happy to <laughs> share it with you all. And I hope that you'll watch along when with us. When does it air? It airs on November 25th. Great. But I'm not ready to announce the date of, of our, our episode, episode at this time. <laughs> um, here's a synopsis of what we'll be working with this year and what Candace has been working so hard on all year round. Oh, thank you, Candace. This is what she does best. As Christmas approaches, Noelle, played by Candace Cameron Bure, <laughs> is at a crossroads in her life when it seems that love, a connection with her father, and her dream career are out of reach. When she stays late at her job in a department store on a snowy Christmas Eve, she accidentally gets locked in after closing. She isn't too concerned about the prospect of spending the night in the store, until a quirky woman appears out of nowhere in the shoe department (laughs) and tells Noelle that she's her guardian angel. Soon, Noelle finds herself revisiting Christmas's past, present, and future as she must work with her new neighbor, a handsome, Christmas-loving firefighter, to plan the annual Christmas charity gala. There's always an annual Christmas event that needs to be planned. Mm Will visiting the holidays of yesterday and tomorrow help Noelle take new chances and discover the true spirit of Christmas? And in realizing that the only thing standing in her way of leading a fulfilling life is herself, will the love of the love she's longed for all her life be the best surprise gift of all? Tune in Probably. November 25th on the Hallmark <laughs> Channel to find out. So what I'm really stuck on is that she isn't too concerned about spending the night in the store. Like, if I got locked in a department store, I'd freak out. Also, like, if you work in the store, how hard is it to get out? Get the hell out! (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know when it closes. Yes! Like, people and retail people run out the door as soon as it's one minute past. You can't get out fast enough. (laughs) Yeah. 
Like it's more yeah. likely the customer gets locked in there yeah. than the workers. I hope that it's similar to the Natalie Portman movie. I think it's called maybe What the Heart Wants, where she gets locked in a Walmart and has a baby. Yeah, where the heart where the heart is. I'm hoping that it's just <laughs> like that. I'm hoping that it's like Mannequin, which is a made-for-TV movie from the 90s where a girl gets locked in a department store and a mannequin comes to life and it's and the mannequin becomes her mom. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see this. Okay, yeah. I hope so as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the mannequin is also played by Candace Cameron. <laughs> One last view update. Oh <laughs> Anna Navarro has officially joined the View cast as the Friday girl. Yay. Kevin is the only person who was relieved by this news. I am so relieved because I think <laughs> there's it's just like a dark cloud over the view since Sarah left and Abby joined. Like, she seems like a lovely human being. I will being, say that I admire that Anna tries so hard to crack jokes in every topic. Yeah. <laughs> like, like to a degree that is like, it is, it's almost satirical yes. how much she mm-hmm. like tries to put in little, like, like bad mom jokes. Yes. I really like it. She is like strictly political, but she will give her absolute best to every topic, no matter what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And she will come up with a, a punchline and say it. She'll give her all. Whereas, like, Abby, sometimes you don't even know she's there. No, yeah. she freezes up. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm happy, even though it's only on Fridays. I didn't think that Anna Navarro or Abby, should either of them should be full-time on The View. Yeah. But now that I've seen gotten what i've gotten i'm just so <laughs> relieved um recapping the view a bit i know we said we were done talking about jedediah bila or jed bila <laughs> sunny Galter. it was return of the jedediah yeah on the Bila's view back. <laughs> <laughs> because her fucking book finally came out <laughs> that we have been hearing about for over a year. Uh-huh. Her book about Ghosting. her social media addiction. And she has been everywhere reuniting with every possible view coach she could find. She was on Michelle Collins. She was on Jenny McCarthy. She was on GMA Day with Sarah Haynes. She was everywhere. She found Rosie at Kmart. Yeah. <laughs> and she found her way back onto the view in a bit of a, an uncomfortable segment. She walked yeah. out to tempered applause. <laughs> <laughs> the, as you said in a text to me, the audience had already stopped clapping before she got to her seat. Yes. Mm. So there was like seconds where she had to be like, Hi. Like a <laughs> and it was Just like that yeah like that video of wendy williams coming out and no one's clapping <laughs> yeah. like that that edit it was like that but real it was interesting because whoopi like she put on a good face like i don't think whoopi ever had anything like really against jed so yeah. she just you know was like Tell, hi like tell us what you're doing here and she started talking about her book she was like well I've I've been really passionate about this topic of social media addiction for a long time and Whoopi goes 
like since when or something like that <laughs> yeah because this is not something she ever spoke about on the view like this is something she pulled out of her ass because she needed to make some money yeah. yes so this is something that you've been passionate about for a while. Yeah, this I wrote How this long? book. <laughs> okay, so you're, do you know that you're in the book? No. You probably don't even know that. You are in the book. You are in the book as well. Okay. You made the cut. And so you're, everybody's in the book. I'll never forget a moment where Whoopi was at the table, and it was commercial break, and we were heads were down, and then on the air, you made a comment, and it's in the book. You say something like, you know, I don't have to talk to you guys, but every now and then it might be nice. And I said, wow. I'm sitting at yeah. a table with Whoopi <laughs> Goldberg, which is amazing. I still remind, every now and then I have to like check in with myself that <laughs> I did that. And I'm not paying attention. I yeah. could have had a moment with her. I could have had a moment with Joy. I could have had a moment with anyone at this table. But I was too worried about what some person hiding behind some fake picture on Twitter was saying about our show. Yeah. So it was a wake up call. And since like maybe she did like quote unquote ghost her phone for the three months that it took to write this book but since then before the book has even come out she was like back to being on twitter every minute of every day yeah she yes she never puts her phone down yeah mm -hmm. um she was trying she was really like uh, she actually did amazing like trying to like sell this reunion and sell this this book and this interview and make us yeah. not feel uncomfortable because <laughs> she really like talked the whole time she kept being like remember when this happened remember when this happened we went to disney you remember you we did that fun where we put sunny on all the rides <laughs> we, were <laughs> we were plugged in what are you reading are you all the time and really, I don't think any of them did. She, she was like, kept yeah. like bringing it back to Disney. And I almost felt like she was trying to literally appeal to us because <laughs> Disney is like my favorite and earliest memory of that like group of ladies. So I felt like she was like pandering to me by being like, remember Disney every like five minutes or every five seconds. Yeah. And Megan didn't speak a word. during the whole <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want to say. I don't like this person but I, she had a great shirt like she, she had those fluffy fur t-shirt sleeves oh my god I'm yeah all over it it I'm was like, a crop top too oh yeah oh god i love it, it looks like something you would have it, it looks like something you would have the made. next time i'm a witch yeah. that will be my look it's that'll be my winter witch look. it's something you would have created on stitch <laughs> <laughs> something i should have created on stitch let's move on to some hot topics <laughs> this <laughs> four weeks in hot topics there were two separate topics that ended with them talking about megan mccain ordering chicken parm with soup and dessert at a lunch that they all went to <laughs> kevin what were the two topics well a kelly clarkson tweet is making a lot of whole lot of noise <laughs> <laughs> begging the question is exercise enough she says this just in i still hate working out i'm sweaty red and not any thinner people say it's good for your heart but people also say red wine is good for your heart i mean i'm just stating the facts here people who am i to ignore science hashtag cardio versus wine mm -hmm. begging this... the question is exercise enough to lose weight? Well, they started it off by trying to be serious and talking about working out versus eating healthy. That turned into 
Megan getting upset that she's the only one who's not on a diet. And when they go to lunch, everyone gets a salad and she orders chicken parm. And then Joy was like, wait, was that the lunch where you also ordered sushi? <laughs> and she was like, soup. I love to watch Megan eat. We went to lunch Thanks, the other honey. day. I'm looking and I'm like, I should get the chicken parm with all the mozzarella on it. No, I'll just have the salad. And then she orders it and it's like, so delicious. Yeah, like, it, well, it, listen, I, was that the day you ordered the veal parmesan and the sushi? Yeah. yeah the soup. soup. No, the soup. So she wedding soup. soup and yeah, sushi. And dessert, bitch. That's how I roll. <laughs> Then Anna Navarro, seeing that the topping was dying down, she decided to spice it up with a few jokes that she had clearly written beforehand. Because of Oprah, of Oprah. I joined Weight Watchers and watched yeah. my weight go up. Yeah. <laughs> then, then I joined keto, and by the time I was done with it, it was Cheeto diet. <laughs> I don't know what else I'm going to try. Somebody in the dressing room was saying, whole 30, I'm going to do half 30, a fourth 30, I don't know, 30 and a half. Well, you know, I'm looking you're getting for any. She was like delivering a stand up routine to almost no one reacting. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about when I say she goes for it every time. Yeah. I don't know what the question is for this topic other than like, can you eat chicken parm and exercise and still lose weight? I mean, like, you're looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> the proof is in the, the pudding. Chicken parm diet. <laughs> the proof is in the parm. <laughs> um, but <laughs> not all topics were as light as that the majority well, of the four weeks was spent talking about um bombs being sent yeah. to democrats um trump trying to take away birthright citizenship uh the migrant caravan which had uh resulted in some spicy moments between mm -hmm. megan and others um, but one thing they didn't talk about at all was um, Trump's attempt to um, define out of existence transgender people. They was didn't bring it up at all? Not a whisper about it. And I just thought it was interesting because there's like three GLAAD award winners on the panel <laughs> <laughs> and Whoopi just had a show about transgender people and there's not a peep. Um, but enough about that dark shit. <laughs> I hate this episode. I love this episode. Um, Bring it back to the bar. My, <laughs> my personal fave is about a bridezilla. Mm -hmm. um, so Whoopi said, weddings can make some folks lose their minds. Like one woman who wrote an anonymous essay about secretly fattening up her two sisters before her wedding so she would be the center of attention. Apparently... Mm -hmm. The diet she was feeding them were bodybuilders' protein shakes. It's like literally out of Mean Girls. Do you know? Yeah. Um, do you know anyone who would do this? Oh my god, Mitchell! <laughs> Why are you looking at me? You have the <laughs> most experience with weddings here. Yeah, I mean, I'm more likely to do that to the bride so that I shine. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> as her man of honor. Yeah, but I've never done that. The, no. the bride said the day went off without a hitch and everyone had a great time. I never thought for a moment on my wedding day that I wasn't the center of attention or the most important person in the room. Um, and then she said, and now when I look back on my wedding photos, as I often do, or 
as I do often as we've got them displayed around the house, I sometimes feel a twinge of guilt that I'm standing there glowing and gorgeous in my bridal gown and my sisters are looking washed out and chubby. But mostly I feel happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's there to get married. She's not, not there yeah. to make friends. I mean, she, she sounds like a horrible person. But <laughs> for me, my favorite part of this topic was when Megan said, out of seemingly out of nowhere said i don't need help getting fat i can get fat all on my own <laughs> that turned into them again talking about the lunch that they went on where megan ordered chicken parm this is whatever i can get fat on my own you don't need to help me like, <laughs> I, I eat chick-fil-a like every morning so it's fine. you have a very healthy but appetite i must say life is short eat the chicken i was parmesan, so coveting, okay? I was so coveting her chicken oh. parm that chicken yes. parm looks so good and extra spaghetti it was revealed this time <laughs> and soup and dessert and no one else ate a carb i mean maybe there'll be future discussions where we learn like it was like extra spaghetti and an order of like side yeah, order of chicken and a yeah. steak and a lobster yeah. like she ordered a full buffet or something and she has a tapeworm <laughs> <laughs> because she never gains weight <laughs> yeah i just think it's crazy that straight people <laughs> care so much about weddings i think it's it's weird sad that like they have nothing to look forward to in their lives and for like straight women that that is like the that's for so many of them it's their best day of their life because every other day is like crap you know (laughs) yeah you know that like they felt beautiful for once because they made everyone else look ugly yeah like you should feel beautiful every day you shouldn't have to make your sisters fat to like feel good about yourself. What it, and like I guess weddings just give people license to be like, this is I can just be like my most narcissistic yeah. self, yeah. and you all have to deal with it, and none of you can say anything about it. I mean, everyone deserves one day like that. <laughs> just one day a yeah. week. That's all I ask for. Oh my God. Um, another thing the co-hosts are talking about is Oprah because she has been going door to door campaigning for Stacey Abrams. (laughs) Why do I always mess up every single person? Because her name makes me think of Farrah Abraham. Oh, (laughs) every time I hear her name, I think of Stacey Dash, which could not Uh, be more more different from Stacey Abrams. So the question is, with Oprah's support for this candidate, she's running for governor. Of Georgia. Um do Democrats have a secret weapon in Oprah? <laughs> Basically, do you think if Oprah set, if Oprah endorses someone, are yeah. they going to for sure win? But did Oprah endorse Hillary? Yeah. yeah. Uh, she, she endorsed, endorsed Obama Obama's. over Hillary. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty so, sure. I mean, she was behind Obama. Yeah. Which was really impactful. Yeah. And they said something like she impacted like a one million vote. Like one million people said that they voted for Obama because of Oprah. Yeah. But I think that I know that you hate this phrase, but in this political climate, (laughs) I think there are so many racist, horrible pieces of garbage out there who don't care what Oprah does and who actually, if Oprah endorses something, they will like purposely go out and go Mm -hmm. against her that I almost feel like her endorsing someone in this time period is going to get uh, so many 
horrible racist people out to vote against whoever oh, Oprah far right is endor- Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Oprah. people who might have been like, ah, uh, whatever, I'm not going to vote. I don't care. They see that Oprah's endorsing someone and they're like, I hate an Oprah so much. I'm going to go out and vote for whoever is against that person. Oh, that's possible. Because I think that we're in like we're in an atmosphere where people are so like ugly and angry that it might do as much harm as as good. I just imagine Oprah knocked on your door. Oh my god. <sighs> First of all, I would, I, I would think that <laughs> I was getting like yes. the sweepstakes. Like I would yes. think like that. And, and that makes me like a, feel like a really bad person. But I would think that she was here to be like, we're paying off your student loans. And if yeah. she was just like, I think you should vote for this person. I, it would be a really big letdown for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, speaking of letdown, <laughs> uh, Mike Pence had a lot to say about Oprah Good. on this topic, um, saying, this ain't Hollywood. Like, who do you think you are the vice president to? Who do you think yeah. Oprah is? She's not yeah. Hollywood. Yes. She's yeah. a talk show in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, she, like, never lived in California. He said... And who Sorry. does he think he works for? Yeah. He said, um, I heard Will Farrell was going door to door the other day. I'd like to remind Stacy and Oprah and Will Farrell I'm kind of a big deal too, because he's also been campaigning for her opponent. Oh, Lord. He's literally insane. Like, they're all insane. They and they all forget that Donald Trump was literally just a TV show host. Yeah, that's the thing. Is he saying this ain't Hollywood? But yeah. Like, I mean, he was yeah. famous for he's being re- a t- yeah, TV he's show host. Even having that discussion. Yeah. Like, oy. cuffing season is upon us. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the time of year when single people who like to be single and sleep around suddenly <laughs> want to be cuffed um, due to cold weather and fear of being alone over the holidays. Mm-hmm. Uh, when do you guys think cuffing season begins? I think for you, it never ends. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Abby, play us <laughs> um, I think it begins in Libra season. Okay. So yeah. like late I think September. It, yeah. I, well, I think it depends also on the temperature. Last year, we had a warmer fall. Mm. It was extended. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're right. I didn't feel it until about... December, even January. Mm-hmm. This year, much colder. Yeah. Global warming is affecting different regions differently. Basically, Does anybody think season, you need a winter coat? Yes. Our need... cuffing season was felt a lot earlier this year. And I do agree that it was almost like late September, early October. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever participated <laughs> in cuffing season? I feel like I actively try not to because in that clip they're talking about like oh you want to have someone like with you at the holidays and to go to parties and stuff and it's like no i don't because then people want to ask questions exactly like like, is this your boyfriend tell me i'm like i don't want to answer those questions like having someone warm in a bed next to me is a lot different than bringing someone to a party but but and but not even i've always found it 
the opposite because if anything it's like when it's warm or when it's warm out i'm more like i'm gonna go out and i'm gonna meet people and i'm gonna yeah. do what I, like when May it's first spring yeah, fling when it's all, cold i'm out. like my skin is dry i need to spend <laughs> every night doing a 199 shoppers life brand face mask <laughs> i can't be around people right now i don't want anyone in my home i feel like whoopee in the winter i'm like i don't want anyone in my home <laughs> so i've always i've never really understood it it's like i get it for other people but for me personally, I've never really got part partaked partaken. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In the cuffing. I yeah. I do. I do. I I think if anything, like I'm more likely to date someone in the summer, like like you yeah. guys. Like I just because I'm gonna be more outgoing. I'm gonna want to go out more. I don't like people. Yeah, I don't like having to bring someone to my house. Yeah. So in the summer, it's like, oh, let's go to the park. Let's do this. There's mm-hmm. so many activities you can do that don't involve. Think of all the days over. you and I spent together at the park this summer. <laughs> <laughs> when did we one, ever go to the there park? There was one day that we went to High Park, and that's where you for met like your girlfriend for 35 minutes that you oh, and I did true. that. <laughs> we did do that. <laughs> so let's do the view theater to end this glorious episode um and talk about an iconic moment from the past today i would like to talk to you people about a girl named watermelandria <laughs> uh there used to be a co-host on the view named raven simonier mm-hmm. she actually recently reunited and came back to the view um very different reception than jedediah bila (laughs) (laughs) but um the creator of raven's home and the bitchy right bell was back um she one of her biggest controversies when she was on the view centered around a day when she took a stance on watermelandria so there was a (laughs) there was a viral video um that happened at the time that mm-hmm. was like a list of the s- maybe like 60 most ghetto names or something yeah it was like quote unquote mm-hmm. top 60 most ghetto names end quote yeah <laughs> let me be very clear <laughs> um so and it was like around the time when like there weren't that many viral videos so everyone was like really yeah everyone was like really taking note and thought it was funny yeah including Whoopi and raven everyone else was like kind of silent but they were like really laughing about it yeah but raven said something on the view that made such waves it was it was a top talker on the talk it was (laughs) it was actually like everywhere for a minute and it's just, it was like very, what she said was so outrageous to people. But like now when you think about it compared to like things that are going on now, it's like so minor, mm-hmm. but um, we're going to act it out for you. It's real Can't quick, <laughs> but it really made waves. Okay. Action. You know, a new study in the journal evolution and human behavior says Americans make racist assumptions based on people's names now this of course made us think about the viral video that listed the 60 most ghetto names and here are the top 10 my boys united states of america liqua alejandrisha king conquisha fried chicken nisha collard greenisha greg drankisha 
Africa Nisha Niqua, Kashida, Natanyana Bovan Nashria Niqua Nicolise, Courtney. Um, just to bring it back, can we take back racist and say discriminatory? Because I think that's a better word. Yes, it is a much better word. It is a better word. And I am very discriminatory against words, like ones that we're saying those in those names. I'm not about to hire you if your name is Watermelon And Watermelon Andrea. It's just not gonna happen. I'm not gonna hire you. But that's not their fault. Would you not be my friend if I was King Conquisha? I would be such a beautiful King Conquisha, by the way, just letting you guys know. So that's what she said, and that's like what blew up. There's even someone even created an entire YouTube channel where they play the character of Watermelandria and oh they have God. like they have like a whole series and like spin-off series and it's really well shot. It's like really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like for a YouTube show. It's yeah. like it's like pretty good. Um The next day they had Ann Coulter on the show <laughs> and <laughs> And Coulter was spewing her like racist nonsense uh-huh. and Raven tried to make a comment to- uh, towards her. This was also like the peak of Ann Coulter's transatlantic accent. I just want to say <laughs> it was her being like, where does everyone summer? She was like, I was descendant from settlers. It's like Catherine Hepburn <laughs> in the building. This yeah. was definitely the peak of settlers. her using a nonsensical accent. Yeah. And she created, because of Watermelandria, um, we got the one time that Ann Coulter was ever right about something. I have a question. My mom taught me when I was younger, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. And why do you think that it's important? Why do you think that's important to mudsling and have these these words that obviously touch the hearts and souls of so many people of America being said when we're taught something different as a child. Could you explain that to me and why do you think your success is based off of that? Well, I'm at least talking about policy. You have a position on what people's names should be. Watermelandria. And Raven had no response. Yeah, it was a really sad day for everyone, for America. <laughs> Especially for Watermelandria. Yeah. Um... Well, I'm tired and I need to go to bed. <laughs> so I have to go eat my Harvey's poutine as I do every midnight. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mitchell, thank you for stopping by. Thank you. And putting up with us for <laughs> three hours. Um, we are now on Spotify. So if big news. That's some big news for you guys. <laughs> yeah. So make sure you check us out wherever you want to listen. Not on I'm if you're like me and you're still on title. <laughs> we're not there yet. We're not on title. We're not on title, but But you can now listen to us on Spotify. I'll be posting a link on Twitter at Deja the View Pod. If you're listening on Apple Music, make sure you rate and review us. Um what else? Have a great day, everyone. And take a little time to enjoy chicken parm. (laughs) Hit it, Abby. That's all, folks. See you later. John Huntsman, the real job creator. GOP. Join the hunt. GOP. GOP. We're bringing Huntsman back.